Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Tonight's episode, Big Papa's gonna square off on homework. Good evening, Facebook, and welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa. Brian Post. Hope everyone is doing well this evening. I've been getting a lot of comments and questions about homework. And so uh, one of my one of my posties, one of my watchers asked, can you talk about homework, how to handle homework? So I've got a very simple perspective on homework. <laughs> uh, number one, if you can avoid doing it, don't do it at all. Have the school make the necessary adjustments to your child's education so that any work that needs to be done gets done at school. Traumatized children, adopted foster children, children who are stress-sensitive, easily fearful, who have behavior problems, who have challenges in the family, they don't need to be bringing homework home because it's just another stressor. If at all, if you have an IEP, just get written into the IEP that our child does not bring homework home. Let the school figure out how to do the homework. Homework is really overrated anyway. It's I don't even know why they give it to kids. A child spends eight hours in a day in school, and then you got to take homework home. It makes no sense. So, but we do it. All right. So I get that. So if you can have the homework done it at school. Number two, if you can't do that, do the homework with your child. This was always my favorite way to handle homework with my kids. Is I just do it with them, and literally. Uh, especially with Michaela. Michaela would do a problem, I would do a problem. Michaela would do a problem, I would do a problem. And we would just get it done. It's just a matter of breezing through it and getting it done. And if she's stressed about something, or if your child's stressed, forget, don't let homework be a stressor. Don't let homework be a challenge to your relationship. You've got enough challenges in your family as it is. You're dealing with trauma. You're dealing with all these, these painful experiences. You deal with all these other areas where their stress just get it done just get it done it's not going to define your child's educational um, uh, progress it's not going to it's not going to help them get any further ahead in class it's just going to create more stress in the home and more stress for them so just do the homework for them get it done put it away and then get on to the evening so that truly is big papa's perspective on homework i'm really not sounding off on homework i just feel like parents shouldn't have to do it kids shouldn't have it to begin with. That's just my own personal opinion. And of course, unless I have my own school, then there's really not much I can do about it, which I did at one point have my own school and we didn't give homework. Okay. Alfie Cohn has some really good ideas on that as well. You should look him up. He's been around for quite a while. So one other thing I want to talk about brings me to something I talked about last night. And I want to make sure that you all get it because sometimes the things that I share, um, hey Heidi, Elizabeth, Leslie, the things that I share 
Um, I, I tend to share them, you know, it goes kind of fast and I don't know if you guys make the time to listen to the episodes again. I, I recommend it if at all possible, but I said last night that when your child is acting out, it's because they are stressed out, which means they've gone outside of their window of tolerance. See, we all have a window of tolerance for how much stress that we can handle. And I think I may have talked about this in an earlier, um, an earlier daily dose, but the window of tolerance starts first thing in the morning and it's wide and I'm trying to keep my hands in the camera so you can see but it's wide imagine this is like major 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 wide okay so it starts early in the morning our window of tolerance is fully established well we get up we get around we do what we got to do to get ready to work we drive to work and then we spend all day at work doing what all we got to do at work and then we drive all the way back home and in the process of driving home we're thinking about dinner we're thinking about kids we're thinking about homework we're thinking about laundry we're thinking about all these other things and then we finally get home and our window of tolerance is about this small. And essentially, our window of tolerance gets spent on the people who matter the least. So when we get home to the people who matter the most, our window of tolerance is really small. So you've got to do things for yourself to expand that window of tolerance before you walk in and start caring for your children. Equally, I want you to understand that when your children are acting out, see, we've got all these, and I know what triggered it was is that doing that uh, super nanny review on the Parenting Rescue Show is what triggered it. I think that's when I may have talked about window of tolerance. But we've got all of these, these social messages, these generational messages of how we view children. What if, what if, we didn't view children the way the majority of society tells us that children need to be viewed. What if we didn't view children as being manipulative and disrespectful and defiant? What if we only view, view children as being stressed out, scared, and outside of their window of tolerance? And our only role was to help them to regulate, feel love, and expand their window of tolerance. Move, move back, move their stress with, back within that window. What if that was our only responsibility? And so that was the way we define our children. What if those were the lens through which we looked at? What if that was the paradigm that we lived in, that we operated from? That's actually where I want you all to be. That's actually what I want to encourage. That's what motivates me and that's what inspires me. Is if I can help you understand that when your child is acting out, it's because they've gone outside of their window of tolerance for how much stress they can handle. The only thing you really have to focus on is helping them get regulated, which means you got to regulate yourself first, helping them feel love instead of fear, and then helping them get back within their window and helping them expand their window of tolerance. That's the only thing that you have to do. So, hey, hey, darling. So it's here's the, here's the point of that. In addition to that window of tolerance, it's oxytocin. You are parenting. Your, your task, your role, one of your primary responsibilities with your children is to constantly be turning on oxytocin in their brain. Oxytocin is the brain's anti-stress hormone. I want you to think about this for a minute. If oxytocin is, the, is your child's anti-stress hormone, it's, it's the brain's anti-stress hormone, it is a learned response in the brain, so it doesn't happen automatically. And with children with trauma histories, it's stuck. It, sometimes it doesn't happen at all. It's diminished. It's delayed. It's just not where it needs to be. 
our responsibility is to create enough oxytocin opportunities in their life and in the midst of stress so we can start to help their brain learn how to produce oxytocin on its own. This is why, see, I think that parents, I think parent, parents don't, don't, you all don't consider when your child goes off to school all day and they have a good day, that is a direct, a direct outcome of your parenting. When your child goes off with a family member, they go off with friends or, or they go to see grandma and grandpa or, or, or they go to church, a church event and they have a good time and everyone has a good time and they come home and it's been a great time. That is a direct outcome of the hard work you've put in. That is a direct outcome of the investment of you. And I don't think that we value that enough. You don't give yourself enough credit. You don't give yourself enough credit, enough pats on the back, enough, enough kisses. I just love myself. You don't love yourself enough when your children have manifested all of your effort and energy and hard work. I want you to start commending yourself because ultimately when they're struggling, your role and responsibility is to help them turn on oxytocin. Turning on oxytocin is what's going to get them back within their window of tolerance. Turning on oxytocin is what's going to reduce their stress. Turning on oxytocin is what is going to help them feel loved. How do you do that? It starts with you slowing down, taking deep breaths. As long as you are stressed, you cannot increase your child's stress. I had a parent tell me the other day, I went in my daughter's room. She was having a fit, throwing a tantrum. I went in her room. I sat down on the bed and I didn't do anything but calm myself down. That is the only thing I did. And she said, it took a while. It took a while. And this is a, this is a 13 year old. This is a 13 year old with an extensive history. She said it took a while, but she eventually calmed down and came and laid her head on my lap. That's one of the most magical things I've heard in a long time, but it happens all the time. The, the number one role and responsibility is for you to turn on oxytocin. And it is, it is as simple as calming yourself down. Breathing and calming yourself down, thinking positive thoughts, thinking loving thoughts, thinking the embrace of love around your child, that's turning on oxytocin in their brain. Other things, other really good things, which I hope the mom and the daughter got to share when he, she laid her head on her lap, is caressing her hair, maybe even pulling her hair a little bit. Some people like to have their, their hair pulled a little bit. It feels good. It's sensory stimulation. Rubbing the back. Do you know what kind of pressure your child likes? Do you know how your child likes their hair to be touched, their head to be touched? Maybe they don't like it at all. Some children don't like their heads to be touched. Some children really love to give in to that scratching. They just really love to, I mean, just, you give them a good scratch and they just like literally start slobbering or a good scratch on the back or a good rub on the back and some children just want to be laid on they just want you to hold them and put pressure on them all of that sensory soothing that sensory processing and sensory integration but what that's also doing is releasing oxytocin right just a hug just a pat just a kiss a laugh a smile eye contact running your child a bubble bath these are all ways that we reduce oxytocin that we release oxytocin and reduce stress so remember the goal is to, 
it is, uh, I get a little distracted. It is, Heidi says, is it not an outcome of overcompliance because they want to be accepted? Oh my gosh, Heidi, no, no, no. See, oh my, that's a good, that, I appreciate you sharing the question. The reason I appreciate the sharing of the question is because that's such a, such a common, um, it's such a, that it's that unconscious generational belief systems. Now think about how both mom and child are not honored by a belief system that says, isn't the child complying? Isn't there the, the, the outcome of over-compliance? So first of all, it's over-compliance. So it's not that they're just complying and going off and having a good time. It's over-compliance. So now we've attached a negative association to that. See how the kid's getting screwed in this? See how the parent's getting screwed in this? This is some professional belief. See, professionals say stuff to, to parents like this all the time. Oh, the reason they went out and behaved is because they were over-complying in order to be accepted. Oh my God, what the hell? I mean, uh, yeah. over-compliance? No, you either comply or you don't. It's as simple as that. If you comply, it's because you're not stressed. If you comply, it's, not because, it's because you're not overwhelmed. You're not in your stuff. Not because of acceptance or, or fear of acceptance. It's using your window of tolerance because if you're outside of your window of tolerance, it does not matter. You're not worried about being accepted. Now think about that. Think about that. Think about all the times and think about who your child wants to be the most accepted by. Does your child really give a hoot about being accepted by everyone outside of the home? Absolutely not. They want to be accepted by you. Mom and dad, that's who they want to be accepted by. So if, if they were going to over comply to be accepted, they would be doing it at home all the time. You'd have the perfect child. But see, that's where our confusing, distorted thinking comes in. Because at home, actually, they've used their window of tolerance, just like you've used your window of tolerance on everyone and everything else that doesn't matter. And now both of you are exhausted, and now you can't comply because you're so stressed. And then guess what happens? You walk away not feeling accepted. Ugh. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So no, Heidi, thank you for sharing that. Children are complying because of what you as the parent have done. Heidi, don't discount yourself. Don't discount the hard work you put into your children by saying they're complying because they want to be accepted. That's just discounting the, your effort. That's discounting your, your pain that you've gone through with your children. Don't let anyone discount you as a parent and the role and the job that you're doing. You guys, I want you to start really questioning these. Write it down. Write it down. Write these thoughts down. Because these are pervasive thoughts. That very thought right there has negativity attached all over it. Then who can win? Who can possibly win? Right? That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Because we are going to get ourselves through this. You are a champion. And your child is going to be a champion too. Step by step. Moment by moment. Day by day. We'll get there. In any given situation. In any given situation, you can continue to be stressed out and scared. You continue to you can continue to see your child as disrespectful, disrespectful, manipulative. You can continue to operate outside of your window of tolerance and just spew and spew and spew and watch them operate outside of their window of tolerance and spew and spew and spew. 
and you can continue to act out your fear. Or you can stop, you can take three to 10 deep breaths, you can slow down, you can believe in you, you can believe in you, you can hear Big Papa in your ear saying, you are great, you are powerful, you are all-knowing, you have everything you need within you. Stop, breathe, calm down, get mindful. The answers are there, and you choose love. Love is the most powerful healing force in the universe. And that's where you are. That's where you are. So I hope for each and every one of you, my hope and my prayer for you is that when you lay down tonight, that you feel loved. I want you to feel loved tonight. When you lay down your head, I want you to feel loved. And in that love, I want that love to just seep through your cells and I want it to relax you and I want it to release the stress and release the fear and release the overwhelm so that tomorrow you wake up restored, restored, made whole, revised, re-energized, re reinvigorated, ready to conquer another day. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. We'll see you tomorrow. Join us live on weekdays at 6.30 Central Time on Facebook at The Post Institute. Don't forget to get your copy of Brian's best-selling book, From Fear to Love, on promotion. Just pay shipping and handling at www.feartolovebook.com. That's www.feartolovebook.com.